0: Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Mr. Smiley, the Empath.
1: Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Chainbreaker, the Seeker.
0: Hi, I'm JD. I'm playing 900, the Catabolist.
2: And I'm Nathan, the GM for this session, and this is ChimeraCast, traditionally a Dungeon World actual play podcast, but today we're doing a Seaside of the Veil by Fraser Simons. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. So we are playing The Veil this week, as I said up top. And this is a cyberpunk game, very emotionally driven, uh, powered by the apocalypse. So you'll see a lot of the same sort of Defy Dangers and discern Reality sort of moves that you've seen in a lot of other PBTA games. But the main crux of this game is that every single move starts with, how is your character feeling right now? And so instead of traditional stats of strength, dexterity, et cetera, you have, what are they,
1: joy? Mad, peaceful, sad, joyful, scared, and powerful.
2: Which is a fantastic way to take a RPG. So I'm really excited to play this game. I think this game is going to be really fun. Most of the game is going to be a traditional Powered by the Apocalypse game. A lot of the changes to the rule set come through the characters. So let's do a short introduction of our characters. And we're pretty much going to get right into it. I want to do a lot of in-game world building. So Zach, if you could give me a rundown of Mr. Smiley... Just basically run down the character sheet, and
3: then we'll go on from there. Cool. Mr. Smiley's actual name is uh, Rain Nakamura. My look is a slacker punk cook. I have vintage wear. I wear cook outfits. I wear croc shoes, and I wear board shorts and a relatively bleach-stained shirt from all the cleaning I have to do. We'll get to that soon. I have a cute face and compelling eyes. Mr. Smiley is very nice, wonderful to talk to. I have a wiry body because I'm thin. And then I have a Southern Californian feature, well tanned Caucasian is what I put in the blanks. So, my jam, I run Mr. Smiley's Happy Noodle, which is a noodle cart. Also, it should be noted, I'm playing the empath class in case you didn't hear it at the top. I connect with people through food. I have two beliefs to start off with. My first belief people are genuinely good natured. I am open to others' emotions, and I think through that have seen in their more desperate moments and even in their moments of utmost control that people are trying to live well in some kind of a way and then my other one is the veil can truly connect us it's just a belief I was really interested in and I think Smiley is too I like that a lot because of you
2: know there's a big question mark in cyberpunk in general of is the unmediated or for that matter mediated torrent of information actually a good thing so I, I
3: love that Then we'll roll to the backside of my character sheet. We'll start with the burden. A great weight is placed on you. The ability to see the flow at all others you. Imagine what it might be like to truly see the emotional exchanges that take place between people while none of them are aware of yours at all. This is your life. Bearing witness to the pain and the love of others that could never truly experience and perceive emotion as you do. How do you feel about your burden and your abilities? What do you strive for? And then I got to choose one, and the one I chose was to help others when I can, to their betterment of themselves and perhaps humanity. Mr. Smiley is a generally optimistic person. I think that my connections with people have made me want to help them, to get out from under the infrastructures of society that would force them and or encourage them to be cruel and unloving to each other. Then I'll move on down the line to The Flow. I begin with zero flow, but I do get to choose a particular boon. I have chosen it armors me. So long as you wear no other protective clothes, you have one armor. if you have other armor, you may use that instead. I want to be running around in Crocs and board shorts and a bleached up T-shirt. So I have chosen that the flow protects me, man. My gear, I've chosen two wonderful things. I've chosen a sawed-off plasma rifle, and I've chosen thermal mini blades, which are tucked up under my bleached Hawaiian T-shirt, and they can fall into my hands, and I can throw them whenever I want. I brought this up to Zach earlier, but one of the best Robert Evans quotes is
2: the most terrifying people he's seen in a war, the people who just fight in nothing but a Hawaiian shirt and khakis. And that's kind of what Mr. Smiley reminds me of. He seems really nice. Why does he carry thermal blades around? It's horrifying.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I also know that I'm not dying today. My cybernetics. I have one cybernetic. They are, they are permanent Ray-Ban glasses that are attached to my eyebrows and beep down over my eyes. They are dermalinked. They have magnification powers. And I have a HUD as my last thing for my cybernetic implants. And then we'll get down into a piece that I know is very specific to my playbook. It is consent. The empath is a playbook centered at least partially around the topic of consent. You have the ability to breach consent in some cases. Think about what that means in relation to other players and what it means for the people in the fiction. How and when you use your powers will say a lot about themselves. Do you use your powers? And then it says, choose all that apply. I've chosen on friends, if they ask you. Anybody who would be a problem. And on enemies when you're under threat. I did not choose on friends when they don't ask you. While Smiley is interested in engaging with people, those close to him, he doesn't try to manipulate. This class could be a monster. And I've chosen to take it a different way, hopefully, which is be an unrelenting optimist.
2: I do really like this in that you do seem like from what you've described of the guy who's just like kind of walking around in a a Hawaiian shirt, kind of jolly, is just as emotionally detached as the traditional empath just expressing a different way, which is interesting.
3: Yeah, I think that's, uh, there can definitely be um, worse aspects of the greater good, the greater goodism that could come out at, at some points, right? Like, yeah, everyone feels this way. I'm really sorry that you do and you have to as they're dying and I also get moves I get two. I get shouldering the burden when you place yourself at personal risk physically emotionally or spiritually because and for your burden you get plus one flow and I also took absorb when you intentionally draw on the emotions around you name someone present if it's a PC choose an emotion and absorb all their spikes if it's an NPC the MC will tell you what you can absorb from them before you roll if you roll on a 10 plus, choose three. We'll get there with the rest of it. But it's a, it's a very interesting mechanic, especially the absorbing of other people's spikes. So yeah, we'll hopefully we'll get a play with that. Yeah, it's, I
2: mean, as a lot of these playbooks, as I mentioned up top, change the rules of the game in very interesting ways, and the, the Empath in particular has a currency that they're constantly dealing with. It kind of inspires you to constantly keep pushing yourself and putting yourself in vulnerable situations, which is super neat. I do have a question. How did you get your cyberware? Did you kill or steal from them,
3: or do you owe an obligation or cred for them? I owe an obligation to Snow White. Snow White, for those in the know, is a big-time drug dealer. You don't say. I've been on their payroll for quite some time. They sort of gave me an advance, hoping that these shades would help me out to keep cool in
1: certain situations. Are you one of the Seven Dwarves? Absolutely.
2: (laughs) uh I, I i love that so you're dealing drugs out of this cart is what you're telling me i'm not
3: shocked to hear this but yeah totally what do you think i'm, I'm ripping open the top of those ramen packets to pour the seasoning in the water and that's all it is yeah <laughs> and or chips you know however they want to get high if they want to plug in or if they want to unplug they can do whichever they want
2: well yeah what kind of what kind of drug you dealing it could be a, a
3: futuristic drug or not i'm that's up to you guys Oh hell yeah! This is a really dumb drug that you probably shouldn't do because it messes with your perception of reality. They call it four eyes, and it's because you see a different version. Like diff- every choice that you make, it chooses a different choice, so you see yourself. Oh, it fucks with your neurochip. Yeah, it fucks with your neurochip so that you like whenever you're like, "Hey, I'll take a Coke," and then the other you see it the simultaneously. You're like, "I take a Diet Coke." <laughs> And then you see what happened like it just fuck it's slightly off. So your perception of reality is fucked. It divides
2: your like decision making. Exactly. That's kind of, that's
3: kind so of- the other ones will be like, should I walk? Should I walk home or should I take a taxi? And you see yourself taking a taxi and getting in a car crash. That's where it's like dangerous is you see yourself die a lot. Like the whole idea is that it's some kind of a designer's kind of ego trip. Right. Love it. Anything else you want to add? No, nah,
2: man. I think I'm good. Ryan, tell us about Chainbreaker.
1: Yeah, Chainbreaker. Uh, his real name is Noah. He wears long, kind of like ornamental uh, religious robes. And he has he's young. He's like in his early 20s. He has designer eyes, and they, they're sort of these like bright green irises. The pupil is white on them. So uh, they're sort of like neon green. He's, he's very like wiry and thin almost emaciated um and his jam his uh his job is that he is a he's a virtual pit fighter he's a he's a gamer who plays fighting games and people watch him fight it has like a connotation for the religion when we get that far uh his beliefs the people must be freed from the chains of capitalism and that violence stains the soul of the perpetrator the seeker playbook has uh, its main mechanic is that you're part of a faith and you sort of are seeking enlightenment and it there's several sort of uh additional in-game currencies that the seeker gets that they can spend on various things so they have enlightenment and they have answers so my faith is uh it's violent dogmatic, and about morality he practices or was brought up in a branch of Catholicism that puts great stock into the scene where Christ kicks the money lenders out of the temple they they believe in uh Basically uh, freeing themselves from the way that capitalism has wheedled its way into people's lives to where, you know, they have access to what you see from your cybernetic implants. They can get like ads and shit and they think that should just not be there anymore. That people deserve to have privacy in their own lives. So you have to make some choices. So uh, when I meditate, I do so fervently. So I get plus one enlightenment and I can confer with other seekers when I meditate. And so, my surplus is insight, and I replace want penance with want obligation. So, the way that the seekers of my faith communicate and also train, because it's an outlawed faith by the government, and it's these fighting games online, and that's how we train. It's like a virtual reality game, and so that's also how we confer with each other, is by playing the game. Uh, My faith demands charity, so uh, my surplus is minus one cred. And my meditations require strict fasting, which is why he's so skinny. My gear, I have a daisho set engraved with a symbol of my faith. And so the blades of both swords are um, like inscribed with pattern welding of chains that are broken in the middle. My katana has a plasma edge, and my wakazashi can let out kinetic force. like It's like a wave of kinetic force fuck yeah yeah oh does it like when you take it out of the sheath is it like hum oh yeah and the the edge of the katana is like glows red it's like a plasma torch dope it's tight (laughs) i have cybernetic eyes that are thermographic they provide a hud and they provide magnification but they're unreliable so he sees things that aren't there oh nice yeah
2: oh that reminds me zach did you give a negative tag to your eyes fuck no but now i am
1: I'm absolutely taken addicted for my eyes. Wonderful. Uh, he has a cybernetic arm that's durable and scarred. It's all beat up, and most importantly, he has an interface that's responsive and encrypted. But he's addicted to being online. He's a he's a poster. <laughs> Love it. Because <laughs> you can have as many as you want, right?
2: Yeah, you just okay. have, for each one of them, you got to tell me how you got them.
1: Yep. So he has the eyes and the arm because when the the secret police cracked down on his religion they basically used like terror tactics to try to suppress it and so he was held and t- tortured when he was a child to get his parents to comply so he lost his arm and eyes during that and uh they were replaced by the church but they had to replace them just like with what they had around his interface i don't i guess i don't know i didn't really think that far ahead well, who runs the fights? Ooh, cool. Let me see the list of names you have, because I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> it's 360, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's
2: three. I was like, he's going to say it's 360.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, uh, they got that for me, so that I could compete or play. So the church gave you your implants. Are
2: you going to start in the hole in cred, or in the hole in obligation to the church? Or one of each? Obligation to the church. Two obligations yeah. to the church. Cool. You got your, You got your faith, you got your cybernetics. You Do you give us a rundown of your moves? Oh no, uh, so, just just give us a light overview of what they are. Yeah. You don't have to read. Them. I have we'll, communion we'll them when they come up to, which
1: is like a beginning of the session move, which is yeah. basically what my relationship to the church is like. Uh, and then I have piercing gaze, which it's a short move. Uh, when you probe someone, you may always ask, "What is your character really feeling?" For free, I love uh, additions to discern realities. Basically, moves love it.
0: And finally, JD, tell us about nine hundred. Nine hundred is a catabolist catabolists are people who typical cybernetics aka manufactured cybernetics do not work for them but they're tech worshippers essentially they believe inherently in the power of technology and so because they can't use typical cybernetics they create their own so i start with no cybernetics except for an omni tool which basically will let me make my own cybernetics and craft them to my own body so, 900, they are androgynous. Uh, they have junk wear. So, basically, I have scrounged and collected stuff. I repurpose things uh, and wear them. So, kind of um, everything hangs loose from my body, which kind of hides my body shape, which is part of why I'm androgynous. They have a bony face. So, very gaunt. And I said spellbinding eyes, and that's going to tie into my. Omni tool, which is uh, my Omni tool, is a it's a powerful tool used for analysis. So this gives me a move for free. But my idea is that the upper portion of my face, so from my nose and above, is all multifaceted mirrors, or that's kind of what it looks like. Uh, I picture that purple to teal like shimmer paint, depending on like what light you're seeing it under. And it's like constantly shifting and the plates like move to look at things and analyze things. Um, and so I kind of have like a giant fly eye on my head. I was going to say, you sound very in- insectile. Yeah, very much so. 900's jam is jailbreaking cybernetics. So I get people off the grid, essentially. Do you do this freelance or do you have a syndicate or boss? Oh, no, absolutely freelance. Okay. How do people find you? Word of mouth, basically. So I only work for people that, you know, I've had vouched through other people that i know Uh, beliefs so actually i should start the the catabolist has an ideology it's part of the playbook in my case i have selected humanity is the disease only through the integration of cybernetics might we live and then this is also going to feed into my beliefs the first one private ownership of technology and the veil enslaves us and limits humanity individualism is inherently immoral and a flaw of the species and then a technological singularity i didn't know exactly how to say this Basically, a technological singularity that integrates us all into a mutualistic society feeds back into that insectile nature, could potentially save humanity from itself. You aim for for a technological hive. Is that my understanding? Yeah, I've also called it, cutely, compunism. A computational mutualism or a technological mutualism. Say it that way. Technological mutualism could save us. Uh, and then basically the rundown of my moves. So I've scrounged so I can look around for equipment, or I can look around for spare parts, basically junkware, which lets me build cybernetics to attach them to myself. And then wrenching the gears, which I got because of the type of Omni tool I have, which lets me basically analyze other people's cybernetics and understand where their flaws are and what I can exploit. That's pretty much uh, that's pretty much 900s whole thing. All right. Sounds great. So that just leaves the obligation
2: questions. So obligations are in this game are kind of like, well, they're like threads in Monster Hearts, but we're going to use these questions here as like we use bonds in Dungeon World. So they're going to establish from the get-go your relationship with the other characters. So Zach, if you
3: could give us Mr. Smiley's obligation questions, we'll go from there. I have three bullet points, guys. Uh, My first one If someone caught you manipulating someone else's emotions, unbeknownst to them, and didn't tell anyone else, they have one obligation on you. The second one, if you used the flow to comfort someone through a difficult life event, you have one obligation on them. And then my third one is, if you've used the flow to take solace or comfort in one another in a time of need for you both, you have one obligation to each other. I will say, just because I've built my character in a certain way, if you're going to take the first one, I'm really interested in that not just being a run-of-the-mill type of shitty situation that you caught me in. Are you
1: a little older than me? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so after I got out of the, the, like, secret police torture facility, I think you helped Chainbreaker who would deal with ptsd when he was like in his teens yeah i used the flow to comfort you
3: yeah this also makes sense as to why you come back like i see smiley as more of a wacky uncle figure than i do as like a a friend right
1: he's yeah he's probably yeah. just
3: been in a been a part of your life for a long time yeah um also
2: it says your your religion requires strict fasting is that the one you took yeah, yeah, which is wonderful. You're just sitting at this noodle shop not eating anything. Yeah, no, It's I a really
0: saying, no. wild idea of fasting that, like, because you fast so much, you, like, enjoy smells. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm not eating anything, but it smells real good, and, like, yeah, that I mean, alone is, like, sati- satiating enough for you because you're so used to fasting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. I like that.
3: Yeah, that's a sensational idea.
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Ryan. Let's do yours and we'll do mine, and then we can get back around. Because I'm gonna think about it, but I would want it to be something interesting, not just like.
1: Yeah. If someone saved you from a situation where you would have broken your tenants otherwise, they have one obligation to you, and the way I'm reading that is one of you guys would have had to put me in a situation where I could commit violence. Where you could. Yeah. Or like, because it's. I, w- I would have broken my tenants otherwise and my tenants are I must be violent I must be dogmatic and my faith primarily focuses on morality so the idea is like you're like
0: hey guys maybe we should chill out tonight and you're like no yeah. you need yeah. to punch go, them go dude go kick his ass
2: <laughs> I, I mean yeah. I like the, I do like the kind of implication of that where like like you leave a
3: conflict yeah. right and then somebody's like this guy fucking deserves it yeah, yeah. that's I was actually gonna lean into that especially where you're like that's absurd I was like oh, I got some ideas for that
1: oh cool let me let me read my other ones, and then, uh if you counseled someone to undertake an action that would otherwise have resulted in harm befalling them or you, take one obligation on them, and if you've convinced someone else to follow your tenants, you have one obligation on each other. Did you have an idea for the first one? <laughs> Sleepy
3: was a tweener he was a part of your faith, and you were going to let him go but The duplicitous nature of who he was, I knew that he was bad for you to live and bad for me to live as well. He was a cancer of your faith and a cancer of my curtain situation. I told you we had to get rid of him. He was playing both sides, but you were willing to give him a second chance. I could see that he had had enough second chances. Don't fuck with Smiley, man. Is that how you got your spot in Snow White's dwarves? Absolutely. I took out Sleepy and they changed out Sleepy for Smiley. Fuck. I think maybe,
0: Chainbreaker, you alerted me to a sting. Like somebody who had been vouched for by people I trusted had actually gotten caught in a spot. And so the sting was going to like bust my jailbreaking operation. And you alerted me, which like enabled me to deactivate the recording equipment that would have trapped this person. So you probably freed that person too. Yeah. From being in the sting and I could just get the hell out
1: cool
0: um all right i guess i should do mine huh if you've convinced someone else of your ideology and they believe it is to their benefit you have one obligation on them i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> if someone else helped you develop your omni tool with you or for you they have one obligation on you if you have repaired someone's cybernetics when they didn't have the means to do so themselves you have one obligation on them tell me about your Omni tool again my omni tool yeah my Omni Tool is uh its for like analysis of primarily technology, so I can like see the way that technology is integrated with people, how that technology works, or how mechanical parts work. So even even like even like guns and stuff, I can analyze. It's your bug head, right? Yeah, it's my bug head. So it's these like—it's the multifaceted like mirror, so I can look at things at multiple angles. You know, I'm imagining them being able to see through the externals of machinery in order to see the inner circuits and how they're wired up to people. Is it on your head like a dome or something like Mysterio? Yeah, it's like a half dome because it, it integrates all the way back into the visual cortex of my brain, which is on the back of your head. Like, I don't have hair. I have a multifaceted dome head. It's like I have a very low bull cut made of metal mirrors. What
3: is the most vulnerable point
0: on that? Probably if you can get in between them. So, if they're pointed in opposite directions, there's a small like crevice there, right? Because they have to be able to like fold and so they can't like hit each other. I'm interested
3: in, like, re-securing that in a way that made you less vulnerable in especially, like, frantic and explosive situations that we are potentially bound to get into.
0: What if I, at one point, when I was, like, setting it up, because this could say that you, like, helped me develop it or whatever, because it was still, while I was learning how to integrate cybernetics into my own body, I, like, essentially crossed a wire in my brain, and then, like, I was having, like, really bad synesthesia, and it was, like fucking with my emotional state and you like helped me dead in that so i could be calm enough to actually get in and rehook it up like it was almost giving me panic attacks because i hooked it in wrong oh i really like that and so then you helped me calm it down so that i could get it so i could actually focus enough to fix it otherwise i was freaking out too much exactly you wouldn't have been able to
1: do it by yourself yeah so you have an obligation on me as well and then i'm doing the one that was like you helped me when i couldn't afford other help or whatever it was. So I helped repair your cybernetics. Yeah, I think that before I just had like some cheap piece of shit cybernetic arm and that you helped replace it. The church contacted you to come in and replace my cybernetics. You had an an
0: off-the-shelf version and then I I customized it for your body, basically. That's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. So chains owes 900 an obligation right
0: yeah so i have an obligation on chain so thinking about the the first one then for mr smiley it would make sense that i would be aware of your emotional manipulation capabilities given that you did it to me as a favor but you kind of wanted to toy with this idea that you normally don't give a shit about what people's emotions are is that correct i was trying to think of in what case would you do so it's worth it's worth noting and i think you probably have thought about this as well
3: but it's worth noting for you that uh, my beliefs are people are genuinely good-natured and my burden is to help others when I can to the betterment of themselves and perhaps humanity.
1: Was it something where he was doing some like greater good type shit with his powers? Like, oh, I realize that this is wrong, but I was interested in like
0: a much smaller scale than that of like, I don't know why I have this image of you like helping someone out in a situation and then like basically trying to convince them that it was going to be okay. And I feel like I could have seen this happen because I was like at the noodle shop. Uh, I just picture you being like, Hey, everything's gonna be cool. And you're like, I'm going to close the shop. Do you want to go to the arcade and just hang out, forget about shit. And then you just slowly manipulated their emotions. But part of it was like just distracting them. Like it wasn't really you using your flow and your power to do so. You're just like in tune enough to be like, Oh shit, you're in a bad state. And I, I, I know how to help. Like I, I have a bunch of quarters. Let's go. So I'm super into this because I, my other
3: belief is that the veil can truly connect us. There you go. Was this someone who had fully integrated
0: themselves into the veil and like left behind all aspects of the mortal coil? Yeah, it's like that cyberpunk cliche where like someone doesn't have anything actually in the physical world and so they like abandon it to the veil. Yeah, and just like fully entered the veil. Maybe like somehow lost their way back they were trying to hold themselves together and oh no fuck the- their physical body was dying and they could like feel it even though they were in the veil oh yeah and you were like hey like it's cool it's not like you don't have to freak out and you like just entertained them while their physical body died and then they died like you straight like care them into the afterlife that's fucking heavy that's pretty sweet yeah, yeah that's cool. i think that's
3: totally what happened Tight. Yeah, i like that a lot yeah that's pre- that's real sweet
0: so, yeah, and I, I, I was, like, at the shop when you, like, decided to do this or whatever and saw it happen. And-
3: oh, fuck it. You came along. I owe an obligation to you for this. You you came along and helped me distract them. Oh, yeah. An obligation has to be, like, known. Yeah. So, Cool. Because yeah. like, let's all go to the arcade. I really like the arcade now that you've said it. It's absolutely like a worm in my brain. <laughs> we all went to the arcade. We all played the games together. I needed you more than you understood at the time. Right.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. That all that all tracks. I'm into it. It's that. So we have. Oh, you guys did this good. Yeah, I think we all have them on each other now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I don't have any on Smiley. Yeah,
2: no, Chainbreaker does any on Smiley. Smiley has two over Chainbreaker, 900, and Chainbreaker are in even uh, keel as are Smiley 900. Cool. Smiley owes an obligation to Snow White. Chainbreaker owes two obligations to his faith. As well as to
0: 360, the runner of the pit fight. change is drowning in obligations over there. I know. Yeah. So much, so much for breaking (laughs) chains. You owe everybody a favor, Uh, dude. uh,
1: I know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Ryan, how do you do? You want to roll communion now, or like yeah, that makes the most sense. Let me let
1: me snag my dice. So you you roll plus questions, right? No, I'm, I roll plus enlightenment. Enlightenment, okay. I was like, yeah, I know you don't
2: roll plus an emotion for that. I just couldn't remember
1: what it was. Uh, so, so communion reads, using your enlightenment, your surplus, and want all depend on what your faith bestows upon you. At the beginning of the session, it is assumed you spent time to get in touch with your faith. Roll plus enlightenment in order to see the outcome of this communion. Uh, I have two enlightenment, which might be...
2: That's not a fail. That's good. It's a good start. That's a
1: seven. So on a seven through nine, it has surplus, but manifests one want. So I have insight, and I have... I lose a cred for my charity. If there's surplusless cred, like one cred or two cred, this is your personal share. Okay. How much cred do you start with? Two, so I'm down to one. You're down to one
2: cred. And you have a want as well, so you have an obligation.
1: Yeah, I actually have three wants, so I don't really know how this works. So I have my obligation to the church yes i have hunger oh i i demand one of them so you have multiples i thought you only i thought you only had hunger Uh, no and i have hunger and violence then are mine okay and i can call on one of those during the session and you get a.
2: what do you get out of it you get a question right i don't remember how this works
1: no i just i just get a surplus
2: this playbook honestly confused me
1: minus one cred is one of my surpluses and plus insight is one of my surpluses so i don't know if i also gain insight that's one of your surpluses? Yeah. Then, yes, okay. you get both of them. Okay. I'm going to save my insight then.
2: Okay. So, you, you get one insight and you lose one cred. Take whatever opportunity to use up that cred in fiction. That sounds wonderful. The, it's not just going to be like immediately gone. You're being charitable. Find an opportunity to be charitable. So, the camera fades in a long shot above Mr. Smiley's happy noodles. God
3: damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You say that with the straight face. I'm trying.
2: The camera fades in over Mr. Smiley's Happy Noodle. It's titular cook seated behind the counter, frying away at some pineapple. On the other side, on the pull-out seats, drowned in a purple light from a pylon sitting in the middle of the park. Or 900 on one end, the other end chain breaker, and sitting between them, a lanky, erratic figure who goes by Dak. They've been ordering drugs and spewing bullshit for well over an hour now nine hundred what about the scene makes you feel like you're
0: being watched a sensation that most people would call like the hair on the back of their neck standing up for nine hundred this means probably that my sensors are picking something up, but I haven't figured out what it is yet so like my my omni tool has picked some some kind of signal up, but I can't figure out what it is or where it's coming from, but it makes me feel like I'm essentially being watched it's the same kind of Biological sensation. It's wired into that part of my brain. Love it. Not
2: too far off in the distance, the dog-like yelping of sirens melds together with the mechanical chirping of birds. Though this is well past dark. A rotund, sleek-looking robot picks up noodle cups from the surrounding area and bumps into Chainbreaker's leg as Dak gesticulates wildly and slaps him in the face. I mean, like, really, man, like, really? Have you ever really seen... The rain? Like, do you actually understand, like, rain? Like, real, like, rain. Like, rain. Like, rain. Like, rain.
1: It just rained this morning, Dak. Water fell from the sky. There's still puddles of it right over there. You can go taste some, if you're really that curious. Dak lifts his noodle bowl up and just dumps half of it on his dirty
2: white shirt. Like, a good portion of it getting in his mouth, but just eating like a fucking slob no this will do me just fine man so like nine you get it you get it right like wind isn't real right like wind and rain and like there's like an island there's like an island and it like makes earthquakes they drill and it makes earthquakes you get it um whatever you say Dak. You guys are fucking lame. Smiley, what happened to this place? This place used to be fucking hopping, man. And now you're you're left with these fucking nerds? Mm, Smiley, I
0: need more spice. You're out. And I hold up the bottle.
3: I got you taken care of, nine. Nine days out of the week. Dak, it's Tuesday, man. Don't you got somewhere to be, man? Tuesday's a fucking lie, man. (laughs) You don't
2: fucking get it. (laughs) Dak has cheap cybernetics around his eyes, which make him look like he's constantly tweaking. It doesn't help that he's constantly tweaking. (laughs) It, It makes
3: him look like, and he is. And if that
2: someplace to be is down the fucking street getting my ass kicked with the rest of you fucking cons, then no, no for me, no more. I'm done with this shit, man. I tell you what, give me the fucking spice bottle. And he grabs it and he chucks it at 900's bowl and just shatters it. Whoa! Whoa!
0: Come on, Dak. I was eating that. And I was fucking paying for it. You need to get that crossed wiring out of your head, Dak.
3: Yo, Dak, man, I've been meaning to talk to you about your tab a mile long.
2: Don't tell me you believe in fucking miles, too, man. Don't start with this shit, all right? I've been telling you for fucking weeks that that tab is nothing. Money isn't a real thing, man, all right? Noodles are real.
3: Yeah, (sighs) man, and... These noodles have been giving you a lot of joy lately, man. Like, I've been here, man. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever you want to call them, man. You're hanging out in my noodle shop and not paying. And paying for other people who are also not paying, man.
0: 900 looks across the noodle bar at Chain and, like, their facets fluctuate in a way that Chain, I think, recognizes as
1: hard (laughs) eye-rolling. Yeah, chains just rolls his eyes back at you. Just one, uh, my matte black cybernetic hand just settles on Dax's shoulder. Maybe you should just pay my friend. Maybe you should just pay the fucking Piper man, and he like rears back to punch you in the face. Because where my hand is on his shoulder, I just push forward and just slam his face into the yeah. As he cocks back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just play with the momentum, yeah.
2: You you smash his face and his cheap cybernetics bust out of either side of
3: his eye socket. Whoa, whoa, man. Violence is not what I'm looking for, man. No, violence is exactly what you're looking for, man. Whoa, Dak, hey, come on now. Let me see a smile, man. That's not what this place is for, man. I need to see. Come on. And I, you know, (laughs) gesture with the outside crests of the cheek up. In the Joker style, hey, I see some smiles
0: and some smiles. Come on, that's that's the fucking logo of the restaurant. It's you, like, Arr. yeah, it's <laughs> me pulling my, it's me pulling my <laughs> cheeks
2: out. Yeah, totally. He like looks at you for a second, the purple neon illuminating his face and a grotesque grin. And he slaps one of his teeth down on the counter. Fuck you, man.
3: I Ain't paying shit. I pick up the tooth between my thumb and forefinger. This is not appropriate recompense, man, for the amount of noodles you've had here, man.
1: Chains reaches into his mouth again. How many teeth do you need? <laughs> oh, okay, it's so funny, man. It's so funny. Good, because I'm not joking.
3: <laughs> Come on now, man. Just don't make him do that.
2: Nine? Nine? You're good? We're good, right? Come on, dude.
1: How much is a cred worth in this world? More than a a cup of noodles, that's for sure.
3: He probably owes in total a cred. Yeah, like uh, the last month of eating.
1: Eating, in air quotes, yeah. Like I said, leave me out of it, Dak. Chainbreaker pulls his fingers out of Dak's mouth. (sighs) You're lucky that God said that we should help the poor. I'll take care of your tab, but get out of here. I don't want to see you back here.
2: fine fine, man it's it's not worth it smiley you run a shit business anyway
1: yo man
3: don't denigrate shit like that that's what fuels and cultivates the earth
1: man as he's walking away (laughs) Chainbreaker pulls out his wakazashi and just swipes it through the air and triggers its kinetic force that it can let out and just knocks his ass over onto the ground in the puddle of rain how real does that feel he curses loudly, his dirty trench coat and white shirt soaked now.
2: Between the two of you is the robot that had stopped picking up trash from the Parkside area and had just been staring at the noodle cart.
0: Yo, Larry, man. Get to work. Uh, I'm going to turn to look at this dumpster bot. Larry? Is there something going on with it? How how are its circuits doing?
2: You have a thing for that. You have a, You either... Do you have your own thing or is it just the normal thing? I
0: could be doing Wrench in the Gears or if there's a basic move for something like this. I'm mostly trying to figure out if it's functioning, not necessarily what a weakness is, but let's see.
2: Yeah, what is it? Analyze? Yeah, I guess this would would be Analyze.
0: Yeah, I think you want Analyze. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. So Wrench in the Gears just lets me ask one of the Analyze questions for free.
2: Yeah, and how a a dumpster robot is vulnerable to you is... A trivial question, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> the head, yeah. the head is vomit. shoot it in the brain. <laughs> my brain. No, but uh you can absolutely analyze the
0: situation. How are you feeling? I'm fucking annoyed. I just had my noodles bowl broken. I'm in a, I'm on a bad mood. So I'd assume that's mad. That that seems reasonable. Upset, mad. Yeah, that seems right yeah. to me. Whoa, that is a twelve. Lord. Ooh. I have wow! Basically, because I get how is it vulnerable to me for free? I get four questions. What if anything appears out of place? That's definitely the first question here. I mean, obviously,
2: Larry isn't doing his job, but aside from that, the pylon dowsing this entire area with this weird futuristic neon light is normally spitting out either some soothing muzak or like train times. Or specials in the area. Restricted zones, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, mostly restricted zones, specifically that you're not supposed to be
0: downtown right now. And you're you're saying it's not doing that. It is not making any noise right now at all. Huh, okay. So in that case, what is my enemy's true position would be the next question, if that, like, makes sense. Obviously, enemy right now is real loose. It's just Larry, right? It's kind of general suspicion out into the world. At first, I was looking at Larry, but it seems like Larry's just not functioning, but what's actually the problem is something going on with this pile on it, sounds like. Something raised your hackles, and now you're looking for suspicion. In that case, which enemy is the biggest threat? This is, it's weird that this is all phrased as enemy. I don't like it. What is the biggest threat is really what should be the question. <laughs> and it should be like, what is Blank's true position?
2: Well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm fine. to—I'm to, We can play with it. There's nothing wrong just, with that. just picking apart this fucking game. That I like a lot. It's the, game, the, game is, the game is great, and sometimes you have to be a little more loose with the language than what they give you, and that's just fine. Noticing that Larry is acting abnormally, and also that this pylon isn't emitting sound like it normally does, if you'll give me the leeway, mm-hmm. uh, you get up to examine it. And you get up to Larry, and Larry seems to be frozen in like the midst of a position as though he'd been suddenly powered off. And you trace a bit of a a circle in your mind and try to find the central point of what could maybe be an EMP or what have you. And just a little farther down the way, parked on the periphery of the square, is an ice cream truck. Shit. Ice cream trucks
0: don't usually have radio dishes on top of them. Is it, like, hidden in, like, a shitty cone that's, like, layered over the top of it? Wonderful. (laughs) And that could be that could be true position or biggest threat. Same thing. What's my best way out? If things are about to go down here, regardless of if I'm affected by this or not, I don't want to be here. So you're on the periphery of
2: this dish's area that it it's affected area. So if you run in the opposite direction of that,
0: better than going toward it. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna walk back to the noodle shop then. Mm, smiley, scratch that second bowl. You might want to close up the shop for a while. I think things might be going down. Chain, you should probably get out of here. And then I'm going to keep walking the opposite direction.
2: We'll, we'll follow up on
0: 900 in a
2: second.
3: Do you uh want me to stick around for a minute? You know, man, I think it's time. And I hit a button. Normally, all there are all these nice little pads that extend outside of the shop. But they're on... Like rollers underneath, so they imagine, yeah, just everything contracting and like a transformer. Is your shop is your shop a truck? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think it's the back half of a trailer that opens up and displays out into itself. So it it kind of contracts back like Optimus Prime and then rolls up. Love it. Smiley is packing
2: up
1: the noodle cart chain. What are you doing? I think I just kind of uh, head in like an adjacent route to what 900 took down kind of an alleyway and trying to get back to my apartment. Oh, I was going to say that I snagged that
0: shitty equipment that fell out of Dak's head on the noodle bar. Oh, you absolutely did. Definitely pocketed it as I walked by and left. (laughs) Make a note of that. Yeah,
2: I love that. I didn't even do that on purpose. I didn't give him shitty equipment because of you, but we're going to keep following Chainbreaker for a minute. Chamberer, you begin making your way down a side street. Unfortunately, this is driving you back toward the unrest in the downtown area. You can hear chanting, glass breaking, the sound of sirens, the chirping of birds. It smells like rain. As you make your way between two narrow buildings, you're cut off by... Zach, what kind of car? Commercial vehicle of some kind. Oh, a (laughs) U-Haul. Love it. So you're cut off as a moving van...
1: Parks on the other side of the alley. One hand on his the hilt of his katana, he like turns and looks and assuming that he's going to see uh, uh, some people moving down the alleyway behind him. Sure enough. Yeah. You hear their shiny shoes splashing in the mud behind you. Trying to think if he's done anything to particularly deserve <laughs> what's inevitably about to happen this time. Like outnumbered by quite a bit, he just slowly drops his hands down to his side. Two guys get out of the van
2: been slowly making their way toward you, their faces uncovered. Are you Noah?
1: Only the father calls me that. Chainbreaker.
2: There's a pair of them. They're each wearing well-fitted suits. The shorter of the two of them, more feminine, looks nervously to the other. You see her mouth the word Noah with a question mark.
1: We're supposed to get a Noah. Yes, you found him. Could you come with us?
2: And they hold up a Veriday bag in one hand. Uh, I'm sorry a head
0: like a head sized bag yeah that's that rules that's a Faraday
1: bag that's awesome
2: I thought about that this afternoon I was like oh this is great
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's real good
1: the last time this happened it didn't go so well for me and he he smiles and that you can see that he has like a lopsided smile where some of his teeth have been filed down
2: I know and I don't want to do this either but we have to follow our orders you know always the line with you people isn't it She looks confused to her more stoic compatriot. Look, man, we can't lose our jobs. Just come with us, and then you don't have to fuck with them. And he points, and there's, you know, quite a few people behind you.
1: Fine, but the bag stays
2: off. That's fine. You want to smoke?
0: No. Prude. 900. Baby, you're almost home. Definitely hands in pockets of my, like, junked-out hoodie head down, just power walking, like, trying not to draw attention to myself. Like, I know that I'm almost there. Just get home. I'll be all right. Whatever's going on. I just don't want to get caught up in other people's bullshit. One scene thing. Can we have it start raining? Yeah, hood
3: up. When the rain starts to pour around you as you're stomping towards them. Yeah, absolutely. Plastic so I can see through it. Oh, love it. Hands in pockets. You put your hood up as
2: it begins just a downpour. No rain. What a fucking idiot. The droplets smacking against the concrete sound like electricity crackling. The streetlights around you have been going dark about a block back. You've noticed the whole way. You haven't heard a single train update the entire walk. The government bots normally charged with cleaning the streets at this time of night are nowhere to be seen. And there's another ice cream truck in front of your apartment. What do you do? Yeah, I will say you are the person most primed to actually get away.
0: (laughs) I have a sleeve transmitter, which lets me do jamming on a close range. Oh, fuck yeah. In in the It's in the, the pocket of my hoodie, and I just flip it on real quick. Immediately after I do so, I duck down an alleyway, and I'm going to try to get into my place by going up the building next to it, going up to the roof and crossing over. All right, this sounds like a risk roll. How are you feeling? Oof. Paranoid at this point, which I think puts me as scared.
2: I, w- I would say I was going to suggest scared unless you really felt otherwise. Yeah, I'm going to go scared. Okay. Roll plus scared.
0: (laughs) You mean roll minus scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Woo. Three. So you're trying to, what, climb up a fire escape? Yeah. I think, like, my building doesn't have a fire escape, but the building next to it does. And then I was planning on crossing over. There's probably a way to do that. Somebody's set up, you know, a rope bridge or something across. A wire a wire bridge, I guess it would be. I love it. Fuck, it was probably like the landlords who were just like, ah, we don't need a fire escape, you can just go down the next building.
2: So you get halfway up the fire escape before the van just runs into it, knocks the whole thing down. Oh, the fire shit. escape, I mean. And you go tumbling ass over a tea kettle down.
1: My tea kettle! Oh no! <laughs> yeah.
2: You go tumbling to the ground and land in a heap. Luckily, nothing's broken. Mm, ow... See so you lay in a bruised heap in a puddle, the rain trick-trick-tricking all around you. The lights are back on now. This part of town they're orange, for some reason you've never been able to figure out. You feel a hand pull the hood of your
0: raincoat back. Hey, don't do that.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, like, this is going to be a whole bunch of paperwork.
3: Yeah, this is 8902, straight up and down. Like, we're going to have to take him in. Straight up and down. Oh, uh, you see the thing? No, <sighs> The thing, yeah. The
2: thing, you mean the show? You see the show? The show, yeah. Well, oh, like 90-something. 90, Ninety. Wait, 95-1? No, the wife loves it, 90-something. Uh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? That's yeah. all right. 900, you hear the crackle of the Faraday hood blotting out. I'm completely
0: blind under it, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I hate it when they talk.
3: Yeah, I wish they wouldn't talk so much until we got there, and then they're supposed to talk. But
2: yeah, I mean, hopefully Pinky gets him to talk. But like,
3: uh, what are you doing tonight? Uh, as far as I know, well, who else would I be asking? I'm just saying, like the the brown liquid, we could have some real fun times. Let's just go, uh, take care of ourselves, you know. I'm saying, all right, uh, I know this might be a little bit sketchy. As he, he he's binding up nine. I know a guy who's really into the kind of uh, the deep chip stuff. <laughs> Says it's a pretty fun time. Stop. Stop resisting. Listen, none of us are going to try and hurt you, man. Just stop resisting. Oh, I kick 900 in the side.
2: No, dude, you know I don't have the fucking time for that. Like, who can Who can really? Who has the time? Who Who really I mean, has the time?
3: Me, are you telling me Margaret is not willing to let you have three hours to yourself? three hours are you high with a with a kid i'm just saying you could put the kid down we could go have a night to ourselves it could be a real fun time the last thing you hear is
2: the door closes behind you 900 i don't know maybe you're right just three hours three hours man. just three hours smiley you got the shop all closed up
3: yeah great i got a nice little spot up top on the roof so imagine what comes down like an attic staircase And then I walk up on top and I sit on top of the roof with some lawn chair furniture and a little umbrella. And it's raining around me. And I've just lit a Virginia Slim. As I come up top, the ascending attic-like staircase just closes back up. So you'd have to climb up the outside or know how to make the staircase come down.
2: It's a quiet night. You hear the tack-tack-tack of rain and you can hear some chanting far off. Those sirens. Those birds
3: and an engine revving. You see the warm ember of my cigarette underneath my umbrella? Uh, Man, I don't know what they're trying to think about if they're gonna come in here, man. That's just not a bad idea, not a really good idea, but.
2: Over the top of your bucket hat that you'd pulled down over your eyes, you can see headlights getting bigger. They're coming in fast, and they smash into your trailer and send you
3: flying. This is a a half semi-trailer. They send me flying? Yes. I'm going to fly a little bit then. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm going to be jumbled.
2: You hear the alarm of the trailer loud in your ears. The sound of the car doors opening. Boots squishing in the mud as they run toward you.
3: Yeah, what the fuck, man?
2: They kick you in the face.
3: Yo, what the fuck, man? You piece of shit. Shut the fuck up! Oh, big man, you must be new on the force. You get a mouthful of
2: mud as they push your face down to the uh, Oh, no!
3: Oh, yeah. Pfft. Never dealt with you assholes before. You hear as they gouge my, mud, my face into the mud. One of them grabs you by the hair
2: and pulls your head back. You hear the crackle also of Faraday Hood around your face. Your arms are pulled back and your hands cuffed. You're wrenched up as they slam your face into the trailer. Oh, now you're not talking so much, huh?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I was supposed to fucking cooperate, man. What the fuck?
2: You get a nightstick in the lower back.
3: The fuck. Fuck you, you piece of shit.
0: Jesus.
2: And then once more across the face and it's lights out.
1: we're supposed to be talking about or thinking about how we helped the resistance
2: oh yeah what do you guys want to
1: call that oh uh, uh, JD doesn't like the resistance no, which, is, which is fine
2: it does suck I was just yeah. the, I wasn't even gonna have it be like a capital R resistance I just meant yeah no I, resistance. I, I, yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah yeah no I, f- I figured it just we should have a name for it I think because it's gonna be important
2: yeah so give, give me a thing and then it'll come up later and I'll just introduce it the
3: weird again. thing is you give it a name and all of a sudden it is also spoiled you're like oh it's the freedom folk you're like wow when are they gonna fuck well, me freedom
2: folk with it with an X instead of Ew. all of the vowels
1: and I hate Nietzsche. He sucks. He's a nihilist. All right. All right. Settle down there, right? There it is <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you guys got a name? No,
3: no. The, the, the children of Nietzsche. What about like the alternative left?
0: That's <laughs> alt <salt>. left. Bad, <laughs> <no>. Bad start. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just here to be an asshole. There's gotta be some fucking cause like the really badass uh Peruvian Communist Party is called The Shining Path, which I feel like is the best <laughs> fucking like name of all time.
1: Also like right-wing groups have such cooler names, but they are all they're all horrible. It's like gladio and it's like yeah that's all right but they suck well it was an operation but hey jd
3: what's the what's the eyelid of a shark called
2: see the problem is that things that actually come from english and aren't like clumsily translated to english always sound like fash That's on tape, Ooh, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh, oops. We had a candid stinger.
1: <laughs> or the multiplicity.
0: Well, the inflection point. Nictating. Fuck. Nictating membrane. That's what it's called. The circle is what I was thinking of. What about like the, the multiples?
2: Mm-hmm. And now we're at why Nathan was just gonna call it the resistance.
0: The, in- the integral? I'm just thinking about math shit.
2: conscious the conscious isn't bad
0: the conscious isn't bad i'll i'll accept the conscious wait is it is it conscious or conscience conscious
2: My brain.